turn with me to Matthew, the sixth chapter. All right now. I know you're saying, here we go to Matthew again. God just won't let it go. <laughs> the sixth chapter. We'll be reading verses 25 through 34. Amen. Glad to have my baby home, even though she is a troublemaker to me. Amen. If you have it, say amen. Matthew, the sixth chapter, verses 25 through 34. Thank, praise God, I got a good report for those of you that are going through. Amen. I ain't found no cancer. Yay! But I'm My not surprised. Scan all came back negative. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Thanks to God, I serve. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Ain't nobody do us like Jesus. Amen. Woo! Hi. Fell off the ladder a little while ago. Didn't even hurt myself. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Can't blame that on the devil. You shouldn't be on the ladder with church shoes on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Things still need to be done. But just appreciate God. Now, do y'all have it? Y'all want me? Amen. Amen. Glory. I'm ready to preach this thing. All right now. Let the Holy Ghost use you. Let's start at the uh, 25th verse. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not. Neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you take therefore no thought for the morrow for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof amen hands all over the building glory most Heavenly Father, in the name in of the Jesus, name of Lord, we pray Jesus. for this congregation you, right Lord. now. Lord, we bind everything yes. that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you right Lord, now to feed us, O oh God, with the finest of your word, O oh God. We come against every spirit right now that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you, O oh God, to help us, build us up on our most holy faith in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Right now, Lord, we pray for those, O oh God, that stand in need of deliverance, healing, O oh God. God. Oh God, move in a mighty way right now. In Jesus' name, bless your manservant. Give him clarity of thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. Amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning will be taken from verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. The subject this morning is the Father knows. The Father knows. We have a tendency of not knowing the God that we serve. We have a tendency to look over not only the God that we serve, but his provisions that we are entitled to. And you have to do something in order to get what God has set aside, stored up, or have in reserve for the children of God. We, a lot of times, that's why it's a danger to come to church and leave your mind at home. It's a danger to come supposedly seeking God and don't have a basket to catch what God is giving. Because if you cannot seek after God without God meeting the need, I, I know what religion have told you, uh, that it's impossible possible to be saved in these days but that's religion but if you ever decide to get in the kingdom that's where all of your needs are met in the kingdom I know some of you is so caught up and all you want is religion but religion is not going to save you. It's not even saving you right now. 
Because right now, you're still going after everything that the Gentiles seek out. Some of you right now love pleasure more than God. That's why it's hard for you to come to church. Some of you right now have built your treasures in the world. That's why you can't make a commitment to the church. So you have to make up your mind. Because I'm prepared to go all the way without you. Don't, don't get it twisted. My job is to preach. Your job is to save yourself. And so you have to sometime have this knockdown, drag out fight with yourself. Because your flesh don't want to be saved. I know you spoke in tongues, but your flesh still don't want to be saved. I know you jumped and shouted, but your flesh don't want to be saved. I know you hollered hallelujah, but your flesh don't want to be saved. Hallelujah. The Father knows there's still a lie left in you. The Father knows there's still some deception left in you. The Father knows there's still some bitterness deep down in you. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, you can't fool God. I'm reminded uh, some things that I heard from the older generation. Son, the empty wagon makes the most noise. So how empty is your wagon? So when you come to the house of God, you need to remember that God knows everything there is about you before you get here. So if you're dirty, you don't have to pretend like you're clean. This is a place to help you get in the right position to be with God. He knows. He knows. He knows. He's dealing here with the introduction of the kingdom. We have listened so much to man that we have overlooked what God said and think that we're, God is going to reduce himself down to the ideologies of man. Can I tell you? No, you got to come up. I don't care what they told you. No, you got to come up. We're so brainwashed to the fact that everybody told us God's going to come down. No, you got to come up to be with God. You know the difference between an eagle and a chicken. One walks around on the ground and the other flies way up high in the air. 
So if you know you're on the ground and all you're thinking about is your flesh and what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what about your money, chicken? But if you can soar high, if you can think about heavenly things, when I see Jesus, amen, all of my troubles will soon be over. You don't think like that no more. But there was a day when the church thought about when I see Jesus, everything is going to be all right. We don't think like that anymore. Have you noticed? All you think about is what's on this earth. God has a greater kingdom out there. And we don't even think about it. So we are so used to limiting ourselves. We limit our minds. We limit what God can do for us. Remember, God, Jesus, went to his own town. This was a miracle worker everywhere else. He turned water into wine somewhere else. He walked on water somewhere else. He fed over 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread somewhere else. But he went around folks that didn't believe him. Went to his own hometown and couldn't do nothing for him. Said that to pull you in. What are you stopping God from doing for you? And then you want to act like He don't hear and answer prayer. What are you stopping God from doing for you? Here, you find here Jesus was teaching on prayer. I mean, you have to maybe get the tape and pick it up from last Sunday. He had introduced them to the kingdom of God. And you can't mix the kingdom of God with the kingdom of the world. I don't care where you go. The two kingdoms don't mix. You got to either be in one or the other. Oh, this is the problem for you so called church folks now. You want the blessings of God from this side of the kingdom, but you want to take it out to the world so you can tell them how blessed you are. That's why we come to God and we want a miracle. 
Show out for me, God. Heal me instantaneously. Wait a minute. Do you realize how many laws you broke in order to get in the condition that you're in right now? You remember how many laws you violated to get where you are right now? And you still think you're right. And first of all, you got to be convinced you're wrong in order to get what God has for you. Because you're old. Look at the prodigal son. Give me everything that belongs to me before you die, Father. The father granted him his desire. Gave him all the riches and he went to a far country. Left the presence of the father. Left the authority of his daddy. Left the ones that would give him right and godly instructions how to keep it and how to use it responsibly. You know, this don't nobody, you want it, but you don't want the responsibility of it. Some of you want a nice, lavish, lavish house, but you don't want the responsibility. Of, you don't want to cook and clean. You will do that big yard. The father, no. Took everything and took it out. You got to work, watch where your heart is. You ask him for stuff while you're here, but your heart is out there, so you'll take it right back out. You'll take it out of the presence of the Father to do whatever you want to do. Can I tell you? You can take the sin, the boy out of sin, but you can't take the sin out of the boy. If sin is in you, it's in you. You got to get rid of it. We spend so much time trying to save other folks. No, you save you. Save you. Then you'll be all right with the Father. So we, we, we've got to understand this thing about the Father. And, 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 and it kind of blew my mind when God said, they don't really comprehend what the Father is. That's why they don't give him reverence because we're holding God accountable to the way that our natural fathers act. If you had a no good daddy, your respect for fathers can't be that high. You had an absentee daddy, therefore you don't know what it is to have somebody that's concerned about you. You think they're nosy. You think they're trying to tell you what to do, but you need Correction. You need guidance. And most folks in the church right now don't want correction or guidance. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. You have no conception of what it is to have God as your father. You don't. I don't care 
repent. Because our natural fathers was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and sin, their mother and father conceived them. And guess what? We also do the same thing to our children. We pass the sin on. We don't know what it means to have God as Father. We say the word, but there's no affection attached to the word because we think that he wasn't there when we were going through what we were going through. Notice that the amount of people that blame God for all the stuff that they go through is astronomical and it's even worse when saints of God do the same thing. Have no concept of who God is. If you can get the respect for God, your life will get a whole lot more better. So let's look at what the father of who he actually is. He is the creator of all, of all people, all nationalities. He is the one that creates the brotherhood between you and me. He makes you like me and me, me like you. The Father, the Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And Jesus Christ is his only begotten Son. Express, express both senses, both the sincerity of the Father. The more modern Christian thought, modern Christianity thinks Father is addressed as Father because of the activity and the interest in human affairs. You can't go through nothing that God isn't concerned about. He acts in our own best interests. He, the father role as life, life giver. The reason why you're here, he predestined you to be here. Yeah, I don't care how or why or what. Uh, you the reason why you came into being but it was designed by God that your mama would meet your daddy at a specific time to get you here for a specific reason that is only designed by God you know sometimes we're affected about 
what we have gone through once we've gotten here. That's irrelevant. The Father wanted you here. The authority and powerful protector. The reason why you and I have made it through so many different stages and trials and situations in our lives because God beamed it so. Folks have died going through less, but you're still here with all that you have been through. But it's some reason you can't get your mind up to appreciate the fact that I, I may not have been the best of anything and I may not be good at anything, but God has designed for me to be here right now. He is my father. He has given us charity. That is beyond human understanding. Another word for charity is love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Because you can't live a clean life. I don't care how hard you try. That's some stuff that you thought you got rid of years ago. And it keeps coming back. As you look in the mirror, you can see it all keep trying to creep back into your life. And you got to tell God to help you one more time. God, I need your strength because I don't want to go back and cause anybody to fall because I can't maintain the life that you've called me to live. And I've told too many people that this is the right way to go. You have brought me out. Lord, help me to stay out. And I think that's where we don't realize that he told us all that we had to do was ask. All we had to do was seek. And all we had to do was not. Now, I don't know if anybody that would be so cold to hear their children crying out and asking them that he would not be tenderhearted and affectionate. I don't care how bad they are. Your kids are bad, but mine ain't bad. That's how a father sees his children. And that's how you see yours. That's why uh, I ain't no sense in talking to somebody else about their kids. You deal with yours and let me deal with mine. Because love going to overrule all that you are saying, I don't care, I still love them. That's why God ain't bothered because the devil keep making accusations and accusations and telling the truth on us and why he don't just cut us loose and throw us away. He is a father. He looked at us through the eyes of love. We ought to appreciate the love of a 
Father is the first manifestation in the Godhead. That's Psalms 145, verses 8 and 9. He created, he's the creator of all things. You can find that in Genesis 1 and 1 through 31. The only creator and ruler in the universe, he's sovereign. He don't need no help. Psalms 103 and 19. As creator, he is father of all mankind. Ephesians 4 and 6. And uh, he's also a spiritual father. Into the kingdom, Romans 8 and 14. God has decreed all things for his glory. To come to pass. That's why we're here. Because God decreed it. Whatever God said, can't nobody stop it. I, you don't remember. You don't know how many folks wish you were dead and wish you ill. But God decreed that you should have life and that more abundantly. You're here because of your father. You had a church. He continually upholds, directs, and governs all creatures in events. You can find that in 1 Chronicles 29 and 11. In his sovereign, he does not offer or approve sins. You can find that in Habakkuk 1 and 13. Uh, God doesn't agree with us when we get off and you need to know that and, and a whole lot of us would, would, would have somebody to believe that uh, God knows their heart but he don't agree with it uh, when you and I make him look bad he don't agree with that a whole lot of times when when you and some of us was coming up and into our different homes of our parents, one thing they would ask you, where did you get that from? We don't do that here, and I don't know where you picked that up from. But when I get through with you, when I get through disciplining you, when I get through chastening you, when I get through whipping you, you ain't going to do that no more. And a whole lot of us, you better be glad that every time God whips you, he throws in goodness and he throws in mercy you think you're alright all you got was goodness in all you got mercy but can I tell you there gonna come a day when God's spirit ain't gonna always strive with you trying to get you to do right when do wrong is all, all down in you a whole mess of you in here right now you need to get on your knees and tell God that you're sorry cause you know what you did and I'm not talking about the movie you know what you did last summer you know what you did yesterday you know what you did this morning you know what you did last 
last night. You know. Hallelujah. God does not approve sin. And we need to tell ourselves that. We will respect him a little bit better. I know when we was under disciplinary action from our natural parents, we wouldn't do it in front of them. But we still did it. We brought the same attitude over to the kingdom of God. I ain't going to do it in front of the pastor. But the pastor is not God. I ain't going to do it before the members of the church. The members of the church is not God. We need God too. We need Father too. But I can see him with his all piercing eyes from the third heaven looking down on man able to discern the thoughts and the intents of the heart and say I know you may think I don't know but I know hallelujah we need to get our reverence back a whole lot of us have lost our respect for the God that we serve that's why we're able to go anywhere and do anything because we don't respect the father In the Greek, they said Petros, a Petros, Father, Hallelujah, Hallelujah to God. And then, then, then they have Papa, Hallelujah, which means Daddy, Hallelujah. You need to cry. I had a church. You can't get all the way in the kingdom until you understand who Father is. He saves us from sin. All those who come to Jesus, we can find St. John 1 and 12. You say, I've heard some of your declarations, but may I add, I've seen some of how you walk. Your declaration, you need to catch up with your footsteps. My Bible tell me, take heed how you stand, lest you fall. Oh, I wish I had somebody, but I lied through here by myself. When you look at what is Father, He 
resource. He's the provider. He's the corrector. He's the love. God is the source for all our existence. Can I tell you, even those of you that are on government assistance, they're not kind to you because they love you. But you got a God that's up in heaven. Won't let them cut it out because he got somebody that needs some help and they need it now. I wish I had a church He provides For us We think We have needs But hallelujah God say I know All that you need Hallelujah No wonder God Told the church do you do know he was talking to church folk? You think you got a need? Hallelujah. Go outside. Look at the birds. I don't know if you ever watched some birds. Hallelujah. I love to watch them early in the morning because the first thing they gonna get on is their praise. They're gonna be singing and they're gonna be flying through the air as though they're telling God you're my Jehovah Jireh. You're my provider. Everything I need, you've already given. I don't know if you realize it or not. When you look in Genesis, everything you already need. Before you got here, we had fish swimming in the ocean, ready for you to eat. Before you got here, we had the chicken walking around, ready to be eaten. Do I have anybody in here? Which you can call green Already grown in the field Ready for you to eat Before you got here Hallelujah You said you needed a house He let you cut down his trees He put it there Before you got here Is there anybody Follow me, hallelujah, before you 
with the horse and and got the car I got the car and you have the oil and already in the ground and before you know you need it and hallelujah and, and you got a problem and with calling him father Hallelujah to God. I can see. I'm telling you. You care. You kept the birds. Have you noticed? All they catch is God broken trees out of God's tree. And you concerned about a house and God say I got a tree big enough for you to live in if you just follow me if you just serve me hallelujah hallelujah God you're so but you're not going to get what God has already in store. Don't you realize the day you got here, you need everything. Hallelujah to God. But look at God. He provided. He's your child. He still provides. Then he said, I am what I am. Whatever you need, I'll become whatever you need. I am the need maker. I am the need meter. I am the need supplier. shepherd could I show you your way out of here 
existing in the kingdom of God because you're part of the devil's kingdom. Won't sell all you have and get rid of it for the kingdom of God. He's going to show you in a few days. My prayers will show you quick. God is a corrector. Do you think God's going to keep letting you show the world something different and you're supposed to be saved? God don't play those games. A preacher told me you can't pimp the church. Do you know who that was? Larry B. You can't pimp the church. You got to be in it to get it as good. But you can't pimp the church, get it as good, and take it out to the world. Come on, man. You can't serve two masters. You got to love one and hate the other. And a whole lot of you got three or four masters. Check how you're acting. You know, they might, my bless my daughter's heart, she downstairs. That's a slick one. She's been slick from way back. Mama used to say, they haven't been here before. And you know it's bad when old folks recognize the old spirit. That one has been here before. She used to plead with me. Summer don't whoop her. Summer don't whoop She did don't whoop her. That was a hard. And fast I knew that that was she was a heart. Can I tell you? You can be God's heart and God will beat the snot out of you. God don't play favorites. You can open your mouth to perp to curse him or praise him. He still treats everybody the same. Keep bargaining with God. He says, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Well, you say you're grown. What's your problem? You're acting foolish. Don't you know God could come back at any minute and you're acting foolish? You forgot how many folks but you know, if you ever say one of those curse words, you know how much wind the devil will put in there? And so that everybody that you can say that Jesus is God and Jesus is the same, they don't get wind of it. And there's a phrase in the Bible. The way we act cause the enemies of God to blaspheme. You better respect the Father. He'll come home one day and say, 
what I heard in the streets. I don't believe you did it, but I know you did. I'm whipping you because what I heard from the streets. Many vacations. Go wherever you want to go. But when God start acting like daddy, it's going to be hell to tell the captain. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. But you know the problem with the young folks? That their egos are bigger than their minds. You can't live half of what you're talking about. You gotta have more bread than for the day. What about tomorrow? You know what? I often think about coming through that stage. The devil set a whole lot of traps and put folks in your life to get you off. When especially if you got it better than what they have, they going to talk about what you got as though you ain't got nothing and they don't have nobody that cares about them. That's why they do anything they want to do. But can I tell you what the old folks told me? There's somebody out there that's going to make you do right. And it might be the penitentiary. <laughs> they going to tell you when to get up and when to go to bed. And don't you tell me ain't nobody going to tell you nothing. You better listen while you can. Because when you get caught up, guess what? When God gets through, God is through. you know everybody's life have seasons and you don't want the season to pass when God say I'm still I'm through dealing with the fool cause a fool has said in his heart there is no you said it in your mouth but you said it in your heart what is your heart saying to God What is your heart saying to the Father? I don't need you. I can do this all by myself. But everything on the earth God created. And you, guess what? If you didn't like me, I ain't giving you nothing. God's love is unconditional. I don't know. I'm not telling you. My reference is father was low down, dirty, and no good. That's why I predetermined in myself that I was going to be a good daddy. I was going to be a good father. And I didn't care if my children are spoiled. They know that daddy loves them. And I'm going to keep spoiling them as long as I stay on top of the ground. Because that's what I found out. 
I, and when I spoil them and as good as I am to them, I'm also good to the kids that they got in their loins. I'm taking care of my grandkids. Now, if you can do that for natural folk, surely you want God to do it for you. But most of you don't. By the way you treat your heavenly father. You know what? Everybody in here want love, but you don't want to get it. Don't want to get it. Everybody in here want respect, but a lot of times you don't want to get it. And the Bible says you reap what you sow. If you, if you and I don't give it to God, who are you going to give it to? You ain't going to give it to nobody walking around. But every time, if I was giving out trinkets, you'd have your hand. You take, but you won't give. Taking God for granted should be over this day. I remember he posed a question to Job. Job got beside himself. Yes, sir. You know, when we got to a certain age, Robert, they call us young and dumb and full of. You Every male in here knows. And the females knows too, they just don't want to want to pretend like it. Go and act like you don't know. Young and dumb. It's bad when we're old and dumb too. Letting something else lead us beside the leading of the Lord. That's your life. Mess it up all you want to. But don't expect me to come pull you out of a ditch. You notice, a lot of times folks disrespect their parents, but those are the first ones they call. And when you get in trouble, the first thing you holler is, Lord! Father! And I tell you, you must better be thankful to him that ain't your Lord or your Father. Because I click up. But you know, every good parents know there's a season where you got to give them wrestle some tough love. They want to be tough. The tougher you are, the tougher the love. No means no. And don't come back until I call you. 
the day you hear my voice. He's talking to church folk. He's telling you to change. He's telling you to stop. And you ignoring him like, he, he ain't talking to me. He ain't talking to me. You better hope you get that thing straight before you close your eyes. Because in hell, you're going to lift up your eyes as a disobedient servant. Or you worked in sin. You do know what Saul's problem was? It wasn't the sacrifice that was the issue. He disobeyed the command of God. So God raised him up as king and took him down. And made him lose his mind in the process. Made him schizophrenic and paranoid. Y'all better hear me. God will take what little man you got and give it to a Cracker Jack box. The king got beside himself. And then going to try to cover it up. Man of God, you were late. So we needed to get this sacrifice done so we can move on. Who are you? Who are you? You need to be introduced to yourself. You are a liar, a cheat, and a thief. God knows. We done stole his glory. We done told folks, dude, look at nothing. Look at what I bought. Look at it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The money you got was God. The gold that was in the ground, that belonged to God. The paper that they used to make the money, that was God. The land, the house you bragging about, everything in there, God made. Everything belonged to God. And we lie and tell for, look what I done. Wait a minute, that sounds like a wicked king. How much Nebuchadnezzar do you have in you? It's a danger when we don't give God his respect. The Father knows. Is there anything you can think of that you got that God didn't create? Is there anything you can think of that you need that God don't have? Is there 